And that is how you get out of a voluntary manslaughter charge. What's going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less. Here in Atlanta, Georgia, I am Adam Johnson. Here in Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. It was a week. Boy, was it. A week it. went by. Sure was. You weren't there. I, I was. I was here. You were? You wouldn't know it, but I was. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. This week so, went past. You know, uh, quarantine time, man. Yeah. It's uh, very Groundhog's Day-ish. Yeah, I think it. I really had one of those days today where I was just like, I've done this before many, many times. Everything's like everything else. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Well, but you weren't here last week. I know we were having some uh, gear issues and Correct. some uh, tra- not so much gear issues as uh, transit issues for said gear. Yeah. FedEx hated me for a week. I mean, that's fair. It's not. You kind of had it coming. I let's be honest. Did not literally did not have it coming. Things were not ah, coming to me. I see that. I get it. Literally. Yeah. So yes. Um, but it was perfect timing because well, it wasn't even perfect timing. You were like, hey, it's not going to be here. Yeah. Can you figure good, something out? Go do your thing. So I went ahead and reached out to uh, Jordan, and we had that lovely conversation that you guys heard last week. And um, th- right after that, re- they did they uh, released a super ripping version of Rocket Queen by Guns N' Roses. Super nice, featuring like Poison the Well and like a bunch of like amazing musicians from bands you wouldn't necessarily put together. And he was totally right. So there you go. Very very cool. Well, what have you been up to since you've been gone this entire time? Well, I mean, should I give you my tale of woe about face or uh, FedEx? I mean, I think you could give us suffice the, to say. So, sometime after, version. yeah, sometime a couple weeks ago, my Focusrite Scarlet Four I Four um, interface that I talked about on the show three weeks mm-hmm. ago, something like that, uh, died the true death. Um, it was it's still powered up, but it no longer connected to USB and changing cables and changing computers made no difference at all. And so they RMA'd it. So I sent it back to them. I said, gosh, guys, I have this weekly thing that I do that I kind of use it for any chance of getting back for that. And they said, Oh no, 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 no. So it went off to them and, uh, took apparently a slow boat, um, there and a slow boat back. Um, in the meantime, I called up my guy at, um, Sweetwater and I said, look, I need, yeah, I got to have something hooked me up. Mm-hmm. And so um, he did with an open box 4i4, same unit, open box, yeah. pretty cheap. Uh, put it in the FedEx. And as far as FedEx is concerned, it never left their building. Huh. Label was created and then nothing. A whole lot of nothing. Wow. So then it was Memorial so Day weekend. And strike I, two. Yeah, right? strike two. Strike two, totally. Yeah. So over Memorial Day weekend, I thought, all right, I'm going to, he'll take care of me because he does. He's my sweet water guy. He's fantastic. Um, but just to be safe, let me just look on Amazon and see if there maybe isn't another unit that I could maybe know for sure when it'll be here. Yeah. And I found a something else. It wasn't a Scarlet. I'll know tomorrow, uh, next time we talk what it was, because it's coming. It's coming. It'll be here Friday. It'll be a backup. So it, is it a another? It's another. Right model. It's actually it the no. Cl- it's a two by two, and it's not. Okay. It's not a focus right. It's um. Somebody else can't, okay. it's not in my brain. Um, that'll be here Friday, which is tomorrow. Um, okay. in the meantime, on Tuesday, when I got back with my Sweetwater guy, uh, he made the mistake of giving me texting me. So I'm now texting him all the time. So now we're like, yeah. you can't escape me. Um, which means I Rule can't escape one, him Rule number one, don't ever do that. If you 
don't let people who work you work for or work with get your nuts. Yeah, it's bad. Anyway. <clears throat> it's bad because I'm I'm all over him. And so uh, on Tuesday, I was all over him and said, you know, it was supposed to be overnight. It's supposed to be here on Thursday of last week so that I could do the show last week. And that didn't happen. And then so Memorial Day, Monday, it's now Tuesday. Still not here. And he founded himself another open box unit and overnighted it. And it took two days. And it got here today on Thursday. Okay. So I'm now working through this new Focusrite 4i4. And uh, it appears to be all working. And we will see. And I have backup units on the way. The RMA one will be here, I think, tomorrow. And then that other thing, whatever it is, um, Friday. So I will have all the <laughs> interfaces you could possibly want. But the original one from, from Sweetwater still has not turned up. Who knows? Wow. Who knows? FedEx is just utterly lost it. And I get it. Listen, it's a high intense time of the world for, for them. And, um, I don't really hold it against them except for yeah, my no stuff, doubt. my darn stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Totally. So that's what kind of what I've been up to gear wise. What have you been doing? Um, so I had a couple of weird things happen. Some more inquiries for things. Um, picked up a sub gig that I don't think I'm even going to end up playing. Hmm. But right now, there's just been some like potential stuff in the future that may or may not be lucrative, I guess. Okay. So like right now, um, we got an inquiry, I think two or three days ago that we're still chasing down. They haven't gotten back to us. Um, We had another one call me and it feels fishy, but it's an actual person. So I'm going to like continue down that path to see it through say more about feels fishy um well it was a phone call i had a voicemail and i know that my phone number is on some content for the agency but it's not on the website Hmm. it's one of those things you'd have to kind of like hunt down and it was a um it was an out-of-state number asking about an atlanta event of some kind in the future but was vague Hmm. But it was weird enough and I was curious enough that I was like, all right, well, let's I'll go ahead and call them back. But ended up getting the voicemail and like the names matched. It wasn't like it wasn't fishy in that way. Okay. Um, so it could be it could be something could be nothing. I could be making it up. I think in my head, though, um, one of the li- one of our listeners uh, sent me a text uh, this morning saying that he he was starting to get some fishy uh inquiries on facebook and he was sending me some screen grabs so maybe in my head i'm just kind of in that oh uh, <clears throat> you're in suspicious mode yes i think so if they ask you to cash any checks in advance right don't do that if it's a if it's, a, um, if it's you're playing the birthday party of the king of um nigeria don't do that yeah or start learning whatever they're into yeah don't could do be that. i mean does Nigeria even have a prince? Is that like even a bigger part of the joke that we just don't understand? Might be that we Americans just. <laughs> that there hasn't been a king of Nigeria in like 700 years uh, could, or something. I don't, I don't. I mean, you know, the sad thing, of course, is I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what's to know? Yeah. Thanks, public schooling. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Appreciate it. Just like a freeze frame, just that. For those of you who are not listening um, or who are listening, um, you know, we are still live streaming this on Facebook tonight. Um, While we're recording, it will be available later. All that good stuff. But thank you uh, for those of you who are tuning in. Anyway, back to the conversation. Back to the conversation. Civics. We're not good at it. Bad. 
as a country Bad. in general. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, um, geography and globalism in general. Yeah, poor. That's fair. Yeah. Well, we got that going for us. We do. So, um, the other thing that happened is I got a, a an inquiry from another musician who needed a sub for a potential thing in like September. Mm. And he's basically like, I need you for these two dates. There one's in Charlotte, one's in, um, one's near us. And it's like X amount of dollars for the weekend. Um, can you hold it for me? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess so. And he's like, even if you don't play the gigs, if it, I think in his case, he was, um, he was going out of the country or had a trip plan. So he's like, if that's the case, then I won't be able to play the show. But just for holding the dates, I'm going to pay you, I mean, roughly 33% of what was, you know, discussed. Cool. So either way, I'm making money. Yeah. Pro move so, too, to, to give you guarantees for holding the date. That's I mean, it's probably like, so some inside baseball, more than likely the person who's offering me the gig is making some money on top of me. Sure. And he's making so much money that he can actually give me money just to hold the date. Sure. Yeah. No, it's still compensates him for his risk and exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, how do I get to play these $200, $300 gigs? I was like, well, maybe because somebody who's making $600 a gig needs us up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's how you kind of work your way up. But the the thing about this gig is that it's a win-win in my opinion for a couple of reasons. Um this band is an East Coast entertainment band, so they are booked very well and um I know, you know, I was looking through uh their materials and stuff and there's some useful things. So it's if nothing else, it's a learning experience to, you know, see how another group who is being successful is doing it good doing and how they do it. So that seemed like a no brainer on all ends. Um, the worst thing that could happen is I could make a good amount of money, play two shows, including travel, um, and learn a bunch of stuff. Yeah. That'd be awful. Yeah. I mean, the best case is that, you know, I don't have to play it at all. I make, you know, a couple hundred bucks sitting on my rear. I mean, that's, that'd be great. That's good. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's basically all the stuff that, I've got going on other than for those of you who haven't been on our social media, the, um, the cover project that I've been working on, uh, is going to be released this coming Saturday on YouTube at 12 o'clock noon Eastern time. Um, this is a collaboration I did with some, um, friends of mine and then some friends of their friends, uh, including our, uh, our buddy Cooper Carter, who we interviewed a few episodes back and then Casey Cooper, better known as Cooper drummer on, uh, on YouTube, 2.7 some odd million followers. Nice. Uh, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. And, um, I, I did send you a, a preview of the video. I, I hope it it's, lived up to the hype. It's great. It's actually really great. And I gotta say, <clears throat> you know, I like you. I'm glad to be friends with you. You're a talented guy. Um, <laughs> You, you came back and said, um, oh, uh, drummer stole the show. I think my friend that you stole the show, frankly, I think that you were, you were, um, you were the best thing in that thing. It was, it was, uh, and it was some good players doing, doing good work. And, uh, yeah, it was, I was, I was impressed. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm particularly partial to, uh, Cooper's solo on the outro. I was pretty, it's good. Pretty impressed with. It's good. Um, but it's going to be fun and, uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. You know, this for us is kind of just a way to maybe 
up our exposure a little bit, get some more followers. Who knows what happens? Sure. You know, there's a part of me that is trying to hedge my expectations and that nothing could happen. You know, might get a couple hundred plays and yeah, that. Nothing could happen. Um, but there's also, I am sort of letting myself get in just, you know, a little excited about what could happen. I mean, there's some exposure possibility here for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It's been, uh, it took very little of my time, but the amount of time it took to kind of like compile the whole thing, uh, has been an ordeal (laughs) to say the least. Are you making the video too? Yeah. The the video is, is, is already done. Um, and then Casey is going to release a, an alternate cut of that footage. That's pretty similar. Um, on his channel, just so there's a little bit of parody between the two, you can, they're not identical. They're not, you know, mirror images or whatever. So maybe it draws more eyes. Who knows? Um, but yeah, so that, that's kind of the intent is to, is to do that and, you know, see what happens. Awesome. And then the hope would be is that, you know, the covers, the cover itself is kind of like a Trojan horse to expose them to, well, not only is this person, you know, know what they, they know what they're doing, but, oh, they have all this, like all these resources that aren't just, you know, noodling and showing off. This guy can't, doesn't just hit high notes. He's also, look, he's got 104 episodes of a podcast. Yeah. 60 some out of which are on YouTube. That's right. Yeah. It goes like one through 20 and then like 66 through like now. Well, we're catching up. It's all good. Uh, I mean, I'll get around to it eventually. Yeah, sure. Or I won't. Not, I don't yeah. think it really matters. Don't think it matters. I don't think I could sit and watch 60 on YouTube. I mean, that's fair. But yeah, we'll just see what happens. We'll find out, you know, maybe this time next week, there'll be a story behind it. But um, as of right now, it hasn't happened yet. Who knows? So. Could be something, could be nothing. Very cool. I guess we shall see. Very cool. We'll find out. So, all catching up aside, you had some stuff you wanted to kind of talk about, and I had some stuff I kind of wanted to talk about. So, what do we, how do we want to do this? I'll go. Okay. So, I named this episode Back to Normal? Question mark. Um, because out there in the world, people are starting to try to get back to normal. Have you noticed that? Yep. And yeah. It, and it's weird. <laughs> it feels... Interesting. Might just be me, but it's weird. Um, Those of us who, you know, had the luxury of working from home, we uh, developed and actually honed and fine-tuned a very um, profound case of uh, um, shut-in, you know, fever, cabin fever. It's a very deliberate thing that we did to give ourselves this uh, phobia of the outdoors. And um, I like out of doors. Like it's so foreign that you're using. I can't even the door, the door, uh, there's something on the other side of it. And I, it might make me no, sick. Yeah. It was more a reference of you saying an old timey thing that inferred oh. that you had been there since old, old timey times. Well, I have been, I mean, it's also fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so here's the here's the particular flavor of getting back to normal that I am, which is that I have a gig next week. Okay. And it is an acoustic show with my partner Taylor at an outdoor – actually, it's a restaurant um, that does music, and this is our first time being there. And getting in there was a coup. We wanted to play there. She booked us, you know, eight months ago, and it was very, very exciting. And then, you know, the summer did what it did. Yeah. And um, – and, uh, now restaurants here are opening up at half capacity and they are doing their music. They're putting their music back on and it's going to be, 
Um, we're a Wednesday night and they're doing Wednesdays, Fridays and Saturdays and they're okay. running their whole schedule that they have scheduled. Wow. Um, which is really shocking to me because I mean, I guess they're banking on us keeping people in their seats and drinking for longer than they yeah. would otherwise. That, that's, that must be the move for them. I, otherwise I don't see how it could possibly be um, no. yeah, yeah. at all profitable for them. So, you know, we got to make that happen, but, um, you know, the, the, the idea of going out and singing when, when, you know, all the stuff in the news is about how singing is like the most dangerous thing that there is. And you saw all yeah. that, right? Yeah. Um, you posted it. Yeah. I, I did. Yeah, it. I did. I did. I did. Yeah. Well, that's part of my, part of my process was to get that, uh, known. Um, so I really did some thinking about how I would need it to be and how I would need it to be organized and, and, uh, some things I need to know about it. Um, Taylor and I had a socially distant rehearsal on my back porch yeah. about 15 feet apart. Um, could barely hear each other, but, but you know, the, the great thing is that after two and a half months of not seeing each other, all the muscle memory is still there about all the harmonies. Yeah, yeah. Everything, everything still works. Um, so we feel pretty confident going to play there and we'll set up a good far space apart, amplified, you know, with a good distance from the crowd in an open air patio kind of environment. And, uh, and I feel generally pretty safe about that. Um, yeah. It's interesting. If you asked me two weeks ago, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be nearly so cavalier. It would have been like a much harder thing to talk about, but yeah, but I think, um, I think where we are right now, where I am right now, at least in my risk assessment of it is, um, that that works now. Uh, um, we were offered the, the, the Lincolns, the four piece electric band. Yeah. That is my main band. Um, were offered a cul-de-sac gig mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Um, like Blair's been doing and, you know, yeah. as a, as a solo show, that's, you know, completely safe. Yep. I did not feel great about that. And it didn't work out in people's schedule anyway, but uh, it didn't, okay. it seemed, it didn't seem like I, I was very nervous about that. It didn't seem yeah. right. Um, I might've had to have been the brakes on that if it had worked out in people's schedules. Yeah. Um, but for two of us that we can sort of manage our spacing ourselves and there's not a big load in or load out requirement. I mean, I'll do the setup. Um, I did order, order, um, um, some gear to go live with her. So she now yeah. has possession of a mic and a mic stand and a mic cable, um, and an iPad holder that I own, but it lives with her. Yeah. And she's going to bring those in, set them up, drag them down, take them home. I'm not going anywhere near them. Uh, and she's not going anywhere near anything else of the rig. Right. Um, and it just seems like that's, that's pretty, pretty workable. I don't, I don't feel yeah. like that exposes either of us to each other in any way that we don't, uh, that we couldn't handle, uh, you know, and it, it's, it's crazy, of course, that we are in this place where we have to think this way, that we have to plan it out in terms of our infection exposure. Right. Um, right. And, and manage, manage it from a perspective of our own risk assessment. Yeah. yeah. Risk tolerance, uh, you know, cause everyone's level of that is going to be different. Um, and mine's not high. <laughs> you sure. know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, willing to go if this was indoors i probably would have turned it down yeah um if i didn't know there was space to set up wide you know the two of us i probably would have turned it Mm -hmm. down um but i think i think everything's gonna be set up to do to do it in a way that i'm comfortable and so uh so that's good and i um it's gonna be really good to get out there rehearsing was great (laughs) oh man rehearsing was so great good um 
So, yeah, I mean, I can imagine like hearing like notes lock in for the first time has got to. Yeah. Yeah. And all those harmonies we worked so hard on, you know, stop dragging my heart around. We still got it. Yeah. Right. Um, time after time, we still got it. Like all those harmonies that we grieved over, they're still kind of in our muscle memory. We still just automatically hit them, you know, gig those things for a couple dozen gigs and like something gets locked in about it. Yep. Um, so that's good. Um, anyway, it's, it'd be interesting to see, you know, how it, how it goes and, um, and, and you know, that place is doing full bands on weekends. Um, I don't know. I feel weird. It feels weird. Think, yeah. It feels weird. I'm not sure I'd be participating in that. Um, feels weird. So we, you know, we're a little further ahead and, um, venues have been open for a while and, and there's definitely guys that are out there and they're doing, mm-hmm. they're, they're getting their work in and they're doing okay. And people seem to be appreciative and it seems to be worth their while. Yeah. So something in that dynamic, something in that formula is working. And, um, you know, they are the ones on the front lines kind of testing the whole thing out. So, um, again, we are not here to judge people or whatever. It's all about what you're personally comfortable with and the people who are comfortable with it are doing okay. Seem to be given the situation. Seem to be. Um, I, I talked to a friend who, um, whose band played this, I guess it was last weekend, uh, maybe in the weekend before, but the venue, it was at, you know, limited capacity and they roped the seats off and they did all the things and, you know, the show went fine and I, I apparently everybody made money. So, okay. You know, I feel like it's still, there's, there's definitely a, a price threshold, you know, from the economic side that it kind of works under. So, yep. um, you know, it, I had said this the the week before, but like, if I wanted to work right now, I could, mm-hmm. I just don't necessarily feel like it. Don't want to. So, um, Jimmy Griswold just reached out and said, Hey guys, still cooped up in Michigan. Can't play music and can't work my day job. Jimmy is a tattoo artist. Yeah. Um, which could mean that he's, he, he'd be one of the front on the front lines when they do start to reopen things yeah. because of all the safety protocols. Right. So right. fingers crossed that that's the case. Um, yeah, best to you, Jimmy. Yeah. But, you know, for us to talk about how this feels kind of doesn't really make sense because we're not, <laughs> I don't know how to say it. We're not people, <laughs> you know, we are not, we're not the target demo that we're trying to sell to. Right. We are not right. the general population. Like we're, we're a unique breed of people. Yeah. So our perspective on things, our opinion of things doesn't necessarily equate to what our, our public wants, our audience wants. So, um, our good buddy, Mike Schulte, uh, did some low key Facebook polling of just his normie, his normie friends. Normies. And I don't think, again, normie's not a bad thing. You're listening to this podcast because something, something, <laughs> something, something went wrong. Really broken point. about you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're, you're trading, you're trading approval for claps. That's, right. that's kind of what you're, you're, you know, you sing a note, someone claps and like, that's, that's how, that's how your brain works. Yeah, so that's how messed up you are. Nevertheless, we just went, wait, that was, that was, was pretty deep. Was dark. <laughs> yeah. We went all the way down. It's deep and cold. Yeah, down there. it is. Uh, anywho. Um, so here's what Mike had to say. Uh, he did, it was, it was literally a hundred people. So we can just split this like a, 
like we would percentage wise. Um, 33% of the people who responded don't care if Motley Crue played in your town tomorrow night, they would be there in the mix. 33%. Um, 30%. So roughly the same proportion said, not a chance. Um, will they go and see a show anytime soon? Don't feel comfortable. It's not, not going to happen. Okay. Moving on 33% would go to a small show under safe practices guidelines and only if it's outdoors. So let's say the winery that my, um, my sister-in-law works at, you know, they'll do an outdoor concert on the lawn uh, and there may be, you know, 20 to 50 people there at any given moment spread out. Yep. 30% of people, 33% of people are okay with that. 4% will go to a small show indoors or outdoors, but under safe practice and guidelines. So that one's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, and it's a very small sliver of the pie, but I kind of feel like drawing a little bit of attention to it. Well, because so the difference those, between that and the previous group was it allowed for indoor shows. Yes. That was the difference. That is the only difference. Yeah. So more people will do outdoor shows than would do indoor shows. And by a, a strong margin, like the other three options are basically even. Essentially thirds. Yeah. The expression is so, so what that says is if you're uncomfortable, it's way more likely that you'll be willing to go out for outdoors, outdoor careful shows. Yep. Yeah. That would be the thing. That would be the thing that you could be swayed on. Very few people, the carefulness is the deal breaker for them. For them, it's yeah. either all the way careful outdoors, a little bit of weirdos, and then whatever. Right. Bring it on. Yeah. Yeah. So that, it's just, you know, for for us as, as band leaders and as like musicians trying to, you know, make a living at it, those are tricky numbers. Yes. Because you have roughly a 60 some odd percent chance that you're wrong. However you feel, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? That's right. The odds are not in your favor right. in any real direction. That's right. Well, and um, you know, the one way or another, a third of people just aren't coming. Yep. Just aren't coming. No matter how like, you period, feel about it, no matter how safe yeah. you might feel, a third of your audience isn't coming. And so that's, that's, I mean, you're already down. Yeah. And then the other, the, the other thing that's kind of interesting is that like, for I would say the the 30% who don't care and the 30% who care all the all the cares like cancel each other out. Yeah. They they're not gonna both show up the same thing. And it's weird because like one of them is almost in direct opposition of the other, like on principle. Yeah. So then you run into the whole polarization side of it where people see that you're working and they're like, wait a second. I don't think that's whatever. Anyway. Yeah. So you got to look at the numbers and, and think, man, you know, it, if nothing else, it should give you pause for some of you. You're already out there. Godspeed. Do your thing. The rest of us are kind of going, you know, it's, it's, I, I kind of feel like it's like uh like jump rope in in middle school or elementary school. Like you're kind of like, trying to get the rhythm of it, trying to figure out when to jump in. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's kind of where, I mean, that's at least how I feel that's like. That's what it feels like. Are. That's what it feels like. 
For like public dates and stuff. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, we, we found out from this restaurant that they wanted us on this date that was long booked. And it was like, Oh God, I'm jumping. It was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not sure I'm ready. I, you know, yeah, maybe I'll get slapped in the face. I yeah, mean, it's, you yeah. know, but I'm, I'm going for it. Yeah. Well, and that's where you, but you looked at that and it's, it's again, it's kind of like the weighing the risk versus the reward yep. in this case, you know, looking at the situation, uh, where you guys are as far as numbers go yes. and then looking at the possibility, the opportunity right. and saying, I'm willing to, you know, right. take on this amount of risk in order to get this particular result. Right. One of those factors was, um, you know, Taylor is a, um, waiter. She waits mm-hmm. tables at this place and, um, I didn't want to make her have to deal with having us back out to her boss. Yeah. Right. That was one thing. The other is that it's a, it's a pretty, I've been trying to get into this place for a long time and her working there, it took a year for us to get on the calendar, despite her being a regular employee of the place. Um, so you know, their dates, there are pretty closely guarded and it's the people who are on there regular love it. And just a really regular music venue that people come to. It's pretty well known. And so it's, it's a prominent thing to have on the calendar and um and uh i just didn't want to be unnecessarily wussy about it um <clears throat> so the, those I are mean, all the factors the like, factor in you know you just got to think it all through i know and it, but again it's that's harsh language i mean it, it, this well, is still unproven territory totally you know I, I, I don't i'm there are plenty of things i'm unnecessarily wussy about and I'm not, i have no shame that you know it, it's yeah. fine it's fine um but uh um, part of the, part of the calculus was they, they say they're doing it. Uh, am I, yeah. Am I, and then it's kind of like a game of chicken. It's like, well, I mean, I sorta, guess I'll sort of, am I going to be the one who says yeah. like, no, I'm not gonna. Right. I mean, and, and you know, if the other parts of it, if the physical setup of it made me uncomfortable, then yeah, I, yeah, I absolutely would have. Yeah. I absolutely would have. Um, but on the balance, all things being considered, I sort of dealt with my discomfort and, and we're yeah. going to do it. Yeah. Well, good. And I, you know, I hope it goes well. I hope it goes off without a hitch. And yeah, I mean, you have definitely put a contingency plan in order Yep. for all the, all of the, you know, different potential issues. So other than nobody showing up, you know, (laughs) you've got pretty much everything else figured (laughs) out. I mean, we know a third of them won't, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Oh, well, you know, another thing just to kind of, dovetail into that talking about opening and whatever i i definitely have seen an uptick in people who feel compelled to kind of stick their foot out Mm. about this particular subject um but not necessarily from a perspective that is um i don't know it it doesn't feel altruistic Hmm. how about that but i think there's a lot of people who who really want to kind of politicize this particular situation in their particular market. Sure. And um I just want to go ahead and say I think that is not a good idea. Yeah, I think that's pretty uncool. Um whether it's cool or not or whether you think you're justified or not, regardless of those factors, I think jumping on jumping on a side from a business perspective is just not good business. There's that. I think that's uh, uh, for 
all the other things that I'm willing to jump into, whatever, like if it's going the, I, the first thing I do before I post the thing is like, is this going to affect my brand in some way? Right. Right. And you know, if you, you can scrub my feed, you know, I might let it slip every now and then, but basically I keep that stuff close to the belt. I'll have a conversation with you one-on-one, but I'm definitely not going to, you know, I now represent a podcast and an agency and a number of bands. Like I'm not going to do that. Yep. That is unwise to do. It is. And it's, it's not that I don't care and it's not about my beliefs, or whatever. It's just the way that I run my operations. I'm not going to do that. And if you want to know my opinion, I'll tell you, but like not here, right? not, but like, well, I would like this way, like one-on-one, but like otherwise don't do it. Just not just don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And unless I mean, so the caveat to that is unless that is your brand. Sure. Right? If, you're, or, if your brand you know, is blatantly political, ex- explicitly political, God bless, let it rip. Yeah, but if you're Joni Mitchell, if you're explicitly you know, political cover band, yeah, it's hard to it's hard okay. to. And I I know a couple. I actually do know a couple. Um, the band I was in before this one, we played a uh, a, a a political rally event, and um, I can't say it did one thing or another for our business. Uh, not that we had a lot at the time, sure, um, but. Uh, um. Yeah, that's the only, only one I know of <laughs> that is a political cover band. <laughs> now, I, I some some guys that I played with played a Trump rally back in the day. Yeah, you know, some of them were fans of him, some of them weren't. The guys who were fans were stoked because they got to meet him, and the other guys were stoked because he got some of they got some of his money. Right. So you can kind of look at it both ways, but you know, that's it. it all boils down to personal preference, and you know those things can be tricky. Sure. So no, exactly. I would suggest steering clear. Yeah. 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 At the very least do it wisely. Do it intelligently. Don't do it as a knee jerk. Right. Right. Which is, well, and in, in a, a singer friend of mine posted something this past week that like, that just really hit. He was like, I'm posting this political stance and it's going to change your mind. And that was it. And I was like, that's what people are wanting. Yep. That's what they think is going to happen. Yep. But it doesn't. Nope. So don't. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's basically it. Or end it with fight me. Right. Or don't at me. Don't that's at a good me. One too. Or that's what the kids are saying. At me. Yeah. Either one. Let's go. Go go for it. Yeah. Well, I think that covers most things. I think so too. You know, beyond you know, we were talking about getting prepared for this stuff so that's something you should still be doing. Mm-hmm. So work on the songs that you need to work on. Uh, if you're going to uh, say you're going to put things into Ableton Live and then don't, maybe you should start. Mm. How's that going? Well, that l- that little boy was me. <laughs> <laughs> I just haven't, I got stuck and then I got busy and then that was that. Next thing you know, that little boy was me wearing my yeah. Christmas shoes. People have to go back or go forward. They'll have to, we'll, we'll do another, well, we can do a straight Christmas shoes episode this year. I don't see how we can avoid it at this point. Yeah, for sure. Well, oh, it looks like oh, Schulte's Mike, on. Mike hopped on. So he's so proud because, you know, he heard his name. Bless him. <laughs> and his useless uh, poll that showed complete even split. No, well, like it, it is helpful. No, it's it helpful. Thing, I'm teasing. It is the thing that we need. 
but it's just it doesn't you're not going to you're not going to be able to look at that and go yes yeah. this is what's yeah no it expresses the it's complete lack of clarity that there is in the world right now yeah Total it's all perfect. clear now yeah no one knows yeah well then i think that should be that i think so too guys we did it here we are we made it to the end again we always thank do. you for tuning in those of you who tuned in on the live stream and those of you who are tuning in right now doing whatever it is you're doing uh, maybe you're out for a walk before your kids get up. Maybe you are walking after dinner or cooking uh, dinner, cooking dinner or working out or whatever. Um, actually, before we jump into this, a couple things to say. Uh, Jimmy said a lot of my friends working on cover videos, cover videos, parody videos. Are they going to be the new normal? Hope so. No, they're not going to be the new normal. But I think it's something that people are going to start considering more. You know, I think a lot of us rested on the laurels that we can, you know, us playing shows is creating content, but it's now showing that like that market is a lot wider than a lot of people give it credit. And that maybe spreading out on two different platforms uh, would raise your brand awareness and all of that good stuff. And I think Mike Schulte and the Pork Tornadoes would agree with that. I think so too. I would say that we've all developed skills during this time that will serve us well in the future, whether, you know, in person or online or whatever, you know. The ability to put a blinky, shiny thing behind me is yeah. not a skill I had five weeks ago. It's called bokeh, right? Yeah, it's it's quite something. Um, yeah. Adam can't see it right now. It looks to him like I'm no, I can't. I, I've got the light. Oh, okay, so. cool. Well, there you go. In, in my case, you can see my office because, the, of course, the day that you know you set up I finally get together Central yeah. of your house, um, I opted to use my DSLR. Fun fact for those of you who are uh, computer nerds like I am. Um, Canon just released in a, uh, a webcam utility that lets you use most DSLRs made in the past decade or so as webcams, which is what I'm doing right now. I'm actually using an unsupported model, but it's still working. It looks great. Yeah. It's got a like nice depth of field. The it optics does. are good. You just maybe a little great. light, but yeah, I I'm the light in this room is weird. It's all like Edison bulbs. So yeah, you're just using room light, right? Yeah. 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 I've got a light here, but it's like, I can't. It's too, it's either too much or not enough. So I just opted to not use it. I gotcha. Anyway. Anyway. None of you guys care about this because all of you listen on the podcast and not (laughs) online. Yeah. We got to remember that we're on multi, multi streams at once here. Yeah. Uh, No, Jimmy, I don't think it's going to be um, supplementing necessarily. The the people who play covers online aren't necessarily always the people who play covers in, in bars. And whether those two meet is kind of up to you. Totally different markets, in my opinion. There might be some crossover, but not as much as you would think. But always a good opportunity, good possibility, good revenue opportunity, all that good stuff. So, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Don't forget to like and subscribe and leave us a nice review. Consider supporting us on Patreon. Email us at coverbandconfidential at gmail.com and all the other fun things that we've got going on. Dan will explain it later with a lovely back ground music kind of bed going on behind it. It'll him. happen in just a second here. It's all happening. It happens every single time. We are very professional. <laughs> and for that, I'm going to call it for this week. <laughs> From Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. From Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You've been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, episode 104. Have a great week. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. If you want to help us, be sure to share us with your friends, follow us on social media, and if you haven't already, please leave a review for us on the podcast platform of your choice. Facebook.com slash CoverBandConfidential, Instagram at CoverBandConfidential, and Twitter at CoverBandConfid. If you have any questions, please email us at CoverBandConfidential at gmail.com and consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash CoverBandConfidential. And for more info, check out www.CoverBandConfidential.com.